This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. It's hour number three of the G-Bag Nation here on your home of the Cowboys, a Cowboys Monday. We're asking you, how much confidence do you have now with the matchup set a week from tonight? The Cowboys will visit the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And joining us now is uh, one of the best defensive players to ever play this game of football. Lights out, Sean Merriman, joining us here on 105.3 The Fan. And a good afternoon, sir. How the heck are you? Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me on. Oh, it's 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 great to have you. Sean, let's jump right into this. And, and maybe you could ask the question that we're asking our listeners here. You know, the, the Cowboys really haven't played well in a while now. They're still 12-5, and five, though, on the year. Did you ever have a situation like this where you were stumbling down the stretch, but still, man, we got 12 wins, and, and how should you feel going into a game like this? Well, you know, first and foremost, um, they have a, the Cowboys have a really good team, right? If you look across the board, they, they, they got weapons. They're very well balanced, and when they're playing well, they are very difficult to play against. Um, one thing that's working in their favor is that is the path to uh, to the Super Bowl, right? The teams they're playing, they they should get a win against Tampa, um, and the path getting there shouldn't get difficult until they have to see the 49ers or, or you know Philly or, or one of the better teams. Um, with that being said, you know this is the year that Dak Prescott he has to show that he can lead them bare minimum deep into the playoffs because they after that they have to start looking around and start to make moves because they spent a lot of money to keep them there. Um, you know, and they have other pieces on the defense side of the ball. I mean, Makai Parsons, man, it, we haven't seen nothing like that in 10 or 15 years. And it probably will be another 10 or 15 years before we see another guy like him. Uh, Diggs and, you know, these players, they're uh, up front pass rushing. They're making plays. They got a good running running game with two guys. And so they have to figure out a way to get past this first round and get somewhere deep in the playoffs, bare minimum, so they have an opportunity to win a championship or else, they're probably going to have to look around and, and make moves without that. Okay, wow, that's interesting, Sean Merriman. So you would start looking at the quarterback position this offseason if they can't make a run with this squad? I would. I would. And because, you know, the, and what they're putting out right now, and we all know, we all know and understand, you have a very small window to, to get a ring. I mean, you just do. You start looking at the pieces of puzzles they have now. Do they, do they have the guys there? Yes, they do. They have a easier path to get there, including you know having. I'm not you know any, anybody can win on any given Sunday. So I don't I don't want to look over Tampa Bay at all. But if you look at the teams they could have played first round, you say okay, cool, they can go out and win this game. They can get past first round. Who we got next? Who we got next? They have an easier path into the NFC Championship game in order to win the ring. If they don't do it this year, or at least get close to it, you have to look at the most important position on the field, and that's Dak. Hey, Sean, you know you were outstanding as a, a pass rusher and you know and, and I, I wonder when you look at Micah Parsons and you know very early in the season into the middle of the season having great success what did you have to deal with as a pass rusher as you became more successful in those types of situations where 
all of a sudden like teams weren't letting you get to the get to the quarterback like they once did. You know, I was direct uh, direct messaging uh, Michael Parsons and uh, and text messaging him during the off season, you know, after his first year, right? Um, I told him, I said, this is the year that you're going to really have to step it up because you're not you're on everyone's radar now, right? You're not just playing against a quarterback or the offense. You're playing against offensive coordinators who are going to do everything possible to keep you away from the football. And that's double team, slide protection, doing these different things. But you really can't do anything with Parsons because you can move him around so much. You can't really game plan him. So, yeah, you can slide or slide protection or send a guy his way, but you really don't. He can line up in the B-gap. He can line up and play outside linebacker on both sides of the ball. He can move around. So that's what makes him so dangerous. One thing we pointed out during the postgame show yesterday, and I think Jason Garrett might have even mentioned it during Sunday Night Football, Cowboys are 1-4 and four on grass versus playing on turf this year. And the Cowboys' defense is really built on team speed. Did you notice that affecting your performance, your defense's performance, playing on grass versus playing on that fast turf? Uh, not really, man. I mean, you know, I know there's um, you know, going to be a lot of statistics that say otherwise, but at the end of the day, you got 60 minutes of football, and whether that's on the grass or the street, uh, concrete, you know, wh- whatever it is, dirt, you go out there and you win a football game. And, you know, I think the statistics is cool for everybody else going into the game. Maybe, maybe people just bet on the game. Maybe that gives them an upper hand or so forth, makes it fun for them. But as a player, you're not going to say, hey, guys, we're not going to have that much success today because we're playing on this grass or this turf. Um, And I I think the mindset of the players is just that. It's crazy that Tom Brady's still doing it, but as you get ready to play for him, what were one of the keys over the course of your career when you're getting ready to play against a quarterback the caliber of a Tom Brady? What was the focus just to try and get – something against a guy that, that's as smart as he is, that gets the ball out as quick as he does? Well, you know, first and foremost, for Tom to be doing what he's doing right now, even, you know, I know he's had some bad games. He's, you know, he's missed a couple big balls, especially like the Mike Williams, uh, Mike Evans. And, um, you know, it's, it's certain things that he would have done well if this was five years ago. So there he is, there is some kind of a decline, which he should. But him to be on the field even – Talking about the playoffs at 45 years old, we'll never hear again in this lifetime. And I don't use the word never too too often because, you know, things happen all the time. But we will never see another 45-year-old contend and compete like the way Tom does. He's that special breed. But with Tom, you have to get on him early. You have to hit him and close the door in the third quarter. Do not give him a shot in that fourth quarter with any time left on the clock because I don't care what age he is or how he's played the, the whole season or the whole game. That fourth quarter is where he really turns it on. It's Sean Merriman with us, courtesy Lights Out Extreme Fighting on Fubo Sports. Okay, let's talk draft day a little bit. Uh, Sean, did the Cowboys betray you? No, I wouldn't call it betray, man. I mean, really, <laughs> I, I just actually um, was at dinner probably uh, right before the season started with Jerry Jones out in L.A. We talked. I mean, I, I love the, the Jones family and Stephen, all, all the guys out there. I, I don't think it was a betray at all. Was I shocked? Hell yeah. You know, like <laughs> – you know, because I talked to Jerry Jones, we sat in, in uh, Bill Parcells, so I thought I was going there. But it was never any malice or ill will, man. Um, you know, I, I was happy to see the Jones family. We we sat around, we talked a little bit, got a chance to spend some time together. And, um, you know, I was texting uh, Jerry, and emailing Jerry Jones about a few weeks ago. And, uh, you know, so I will always have much love and respect for him. And, yeah, of course, if you think you're going to be a, a, a cowboy before the draft, you can tell your friends and family and coaches and everyone to go get – 
custom-made Merriman Cowboy jersey, yeah, you're going to be a little upset. But um, no oh. no ill will or malice at all. Were you hoping or was there ever an occasion that you thought maybe you'd be a Cowboy later on in your career? No, not later on, actually. Um, you know, wherever I started out as where I wanted to ultimately retire. I mean, I know that's not, you know, usual nowadays because I don't care how great you are. You're going to get older. You're going to have some injuries. You're going to get beat up a little bit. And we all know as players, you're going to get cut, traded, waived, and something's going to happen at some point in time. It's just part of the business. So, if anything, it wouldn't have been later on. It would have, it would have been when I got drafted. Sean, now you're, you, you, got the, uh, you got the fighting stuff going down right now. How much fighting are you doing personally? I, I just actually left the gym right now, hitting mitts and doing some light sparring. I, but for me, I do it to stay in shape. Um, you know, as you get further away from the game, you, you want to compete more and stay with it. I think that every former athlete should pick, pick up some kind of discipline when they retire. As you see a lot of these, uh, you know, former athletes and uh, Le'Veon Bell, Frank Gore, um, Adrian Peterson, they just you had a fight not too long ago. So there's more athletes, former athletes, transitioning into combat sports and with Lights Out Extreme Fight, man, we want to get as many former athletes we possibly can. And obviously, we're on Fubo. So anyone that doesn't have Fubo, check us out. Big fight this Saturday, uh, live at 6 p.m. Eastern. I'm um, 6, uh, 6 p.m. Pacific on Fubo Sports. Okay, that's outstanding. Now, during your playing days, were you were you always one that's trying to pick the fight in practice, or did you ever get in any 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 little tussles? Oh yeah, there's no doubt about it. I was good for one fight every training camp. That that was a must. Um, you know, guys had bets on if it was going to be the, the the third or fourth day or the second week, but it was it was pretty much certain that I was going to have at least one fight during training camp. But that that's what happens when you know you look at those guys as brothers. You're, you're around each other every single day more than you are with your own family, and you know you fight with your brothers sometimes, man. And, and it was it was great times going to battle with them um, and and playing. I played with some of the best guys you can have asked for. Hey, Sean, with, with now you see the Chargers in Los Angeles. It's just weird. I love, you know, I've always loved the uniforms and stuff like, is it strange for you? I mean, with such a, it was, I, I always thought the crowd in San Diego was a, a really good crowd. I just never could figure out why a team would ever want to leave from there. Well, you know, first and foremost, I was put um, on a panel to help the team stay in San Diego. And I think that, you know, we're so far, I think it was, it was a little bit weird for me the first time. Um, to, you know, to kind of give you a funny story, in 2017, I announced a draft in Tennessee. And, uh, you know, they just made the move. So, <clears throat> of course, you know, I played for the San Diego Chargers. But in my head, when you're looking at 120,000 people out to the crowd, it's very easy to say San Diego Chargers, not Los Angeles Chargers. But I think that um, after the first the move happened um, and see the fans now coming to the game, and, you know, just the conversion, the transition. And some of the people who are on the fence about supporting the team from years ago are now, you know, kind of move, gravitating back to the, to the team and, and get more involved. You know, speaking of the draft, I know Gavin asked you about, you know, the Cowboys and, and that relationship. They ended up taking DeMarcus Ware, who was just named a Hall of Fame finalist. Do you have any relationship with D. Ware and, and, and maybe uh, what that's been like, having that career path between the two of you over the course of how that went? Yeah, I actually, uh, several months ago, I went to go work out with D-Ware at his gym out there in, um, in, in Dallas. And, um, yeah, we, we still keep in contact. We still talk uh, all the time. And whenever we get a chance to, to meet up, we'll see each other. Um, in my opinion, no doubt about it, D-Ware should be a first ballot. I don't, I don't think that, you know, there should be a, a question at all with that. Um, and we talk about our careers. You know, I got injured early. And I always say this, um, whether I, you know, no one – no matter what somebody saw my career as, longevity is the key. 
right? So I had, you know, some some great years in the NFL, but I wasn't so much afterwards. And so you're talking about compare our two careers, you have to put D-Ware up there because just the longevity and how, how long at a high level that he did it. Well, you certainly both had iconic sack dances. That that's true. I mean, the the, the lights out and the Hulk smash are both absolutely. You know, my, epic. No, my, my sack dance is definitely better. I, I remind him that all the time. I, there's no question about that. I had a better sack dance. That that I won't have a gold jacket, but I had a cooler sack dance. That's for sure. Where did that originate, by the way? Well, you know, my sophomore year, um, you know, I knocked down four guys in one game in high school, uh, and so. I begged my mom to let me get a, a lights out tattoo on my right forearm, a hand with a hand in the switch, me turn the lights out. Um, I had a big hit my freshman year at the University of Maryland live on TV, first national TV game I got into, and I kind of just did this dance, and I stuck with it. The crowd got loud. My teammates loved it. Coaches loved it, and uh, I just stuck with it and called the lights out dance. Sean Merriman with us on 105.3 The Fan with the G-Bag Nation. So just one final question on your MMA league, Lights Out Extreme Fighting, which will be on Fubo Sports. and You've got uh, a fight coming up this Saturday on January 14th. I just wonder how you ended up starting the league. I'm a big MMA fan myself. Was this a passion project for you, or how did you get into this? Yeah, I actually started uh, between 2005 and 2006 uh, training with Jay Glazer and, over at Fox and uh, Randy Couture. Um, you know, they, we just went in there to work on my hand-eye coordination. I wanted to get better using my hands as an outside linebacker. Uh, turned out I was really good at the sport. Um, and so I started training with more bigger MMA fighters during the offseason. In 2018, I launched Lights Out Extreme Fighting, as you just said, on uh, Fubo Sports, Fubo TV. We got a huge fight Saturday uh, in Riverside, California. But you guys can check us out live, man. If you don't have Fubo, get it. We, uh, we're going to be hot this, uh, this Saturday. Uh, Sean, I'm curious, who was the uh, of the, the of the the tackles that you went up against in your career? Who was the best? Uh, it, it's tough, man. Um, I, you, because you got to even go back and sort of like uh, Orlando Pace, right from, mm. from St. Louis. Um, Orlando Pace, Walter Jones, Willie Rofe. Uh I had to go against Marcus McNeil every day in practice, so that just sharpened me up. And, you, and if he had a longer and healthier career, I would put him up there also with those guys. So, it, was, it wasn't Maurice Jones drill. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, lo- I love you, Sean. I just had to do it. <laughs> no, no, it was it was that. Who was the running back most difficult running back to bring down? I would say um, Adrian Peterson, man. Um, I, you know, in 2007, I believe it was, we played Minnesota in Minnesota. I, I've never seen he broke the rushing record that day. I never seen anybody run as hard as he did. Um, you know, I, and I played on the team with LT. I mean, LT, in my opinion, is the top three greatest running back of all time. Uh, but Adrian Peterson that day did something that I've never seen out of anybody before. He just ran with so much, so much aggression and power, and just persistence, and just wouldn't give up. I, I was happy that that fourth quarter whistle blew. He probably would have still been running to the day. If you could get in the ring with one person right now and whoop that ass, who is it? Um, I don't know. I got. Yeah, I can't pick on. Something. I would say Tom Brady, but that really wouldn't be a fight. Right? <laughs> what about Jake Paul? Uh, yeah, he's too light, too small. Um, I don't know, maybe Logan. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to, you know, throw out names, but I'm, I'm definitely to open up to fighting a former athlete or something like that, or WWE, former you know WWE guy or somebody will put on a show and bring him over to lights out, light it up on football and get after it. Looks like Adrian Peterson is game, and maybe you could have some success against him this time around. Yeah, not if he keeps running the way he did the first time. I don't want to play that. (laughs) Thank you so much. Best of luck with Lights Out Extreme Fighting on Fubo, and we'll look forward to catching up with you next time. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. You bet you. Sean Merriman joining us here on your Home of the Cowboys.
Kendra Miller says it does not look good. Knee stability is a problem. That is the latest report. I just saw that on the screen on uh, ESPN. Brian, do you think that's going to have a big impact on tonight's game? Well, I'll tell you what, though. They, the, the TCU is going to have to find a way to run the football. Maybe it is going to be about that quarterback, Max Duggan, getting those you know, 50, 60 yards extra that they're going to need, though. I, I think TCU's got a lot of weapons. George is probably not going to let you run the football, but you got to try at some point in time. That would be a pretty big loss not to have those one and two backs going at them and wearing them down. The big bomb from Sean Merriman right there at the beginning. He he says, if you don't go on a big run, you, you have enough around you. If you're not winning, you look at the quarterback. Mm. Wow. And 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 he meant no words when he had that take. That's a, a very interesting one. I said something similar a couple of hours ago. I think the organization needs to decide if you want to win it with Dak, put more around him. Uh, if you want this level of support, I don't know that it's enough to win it, uh, to try to go after the Super Bowl with Dak Prescott. I mean, how much better of a team do you need before you look at Dak and say, okay. Uh, but he seemed pretty confident Cowboys will beat the Bucks, and maybe I'll become more confident as the week goes on. It's clearly not as good of a Tampa team as won the Super Bowl or beat the Cowboys at the beginning of last year. It's probably not as good as the week one team. But I, I still think it's going to be enough to get the best of the Cowboys because of the strength of their defensive front. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum Monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.